Hang on, hang on, Mitch. I don't want to steal Maddie's thunder here, but it's what, Catherine by? Powers' last episode. <laughs> oh, you're getting in early. Okay. So yeah. I want to. We got this intro instead. Right. Oh, so you're stealing my bit as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now let's, let's hear it. <laughs> Better be good. All right. Catherine Powers, she's the one for you. Oh, That's oh, it. Yeah, was, now we can Powers dance. Yeah, yeah baby. You determined to very good. You were determined to fit Austin Powers in here somewhere, weren't you? Is that it? Yeah, that's, we that's can the, just dance. This is the tribute to Captain Powers. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't worry. I've got a proper Bossa one Nova. later. I've got a proper one later. <laughs> Shat on a turtle. I'm this a lemur. is episode 70 of Get In A Gate. We are talking Crossroads Season 4, Episode 4. My name is Mitch. Joining me, the full Get In A Gate team, Matty. Yow. Brendan. Gur, baby. Very good. <laughs> That's very good. And Reese. Yeah, g'day, guys. Oh, I thought you were going to be doing laser no. something. No. Come now, look, I, 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 I want no part of this. You don't like Austin Powers? I just thought you don't like Ka- that, Oh, he doesn't that, like uh, Catherine Powers. Reece, uh, Brendan did an ex- accent and uh, got some praise for it. So it's good to know that some accents get praise in this room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the good ones. Good. <laughs> it's, more, it's an impersonation, not an accent. Yeah. But I gave you praise for your Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> It's not my fault that you weren't trying to do Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> we are here to talk Crossroads, episode four of season four before uh, we get right into it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Keep it going. It's a 20 minute video. <laughs> Brett and I just used to hang out listening just, yeah. just to this. It was like a 27 minute just sort of instrumental. Because you used to just dance in the street, didn't you? Just, yeah. We actually did and we filmed it. Yeah. You're a lemma. And we You're wore, a lemma. We were I was underwear. looking up Austin Powers flash dances on YouTube yeah. last night. Oh, Jesus. That was good. Again? Yeah. <laughs> you, would you like to watch this again? Re- <laughs> recommended videos. It's got 4,000 views just from Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back as we do each and every week to uh, the DVD synopsis to see what this episode has for us. When a beautiful high priestess from the planet Shulak claims to have a plan that would seriously cripple the Guld, everyone is understandably sceptical. SG-1 must join forces with the Tok'ra in order to put her plan into effect, but a deadly hidden secret could jeopardise the entire operation. Written by Catherine Powers, directed by Peter DeLuise. Reese, you are our new Stargate viewer. You're watching this for the first time. Mm. Crossroads, discuss. Ah. <sighs> I hate the Tok'ra. <laughs> <laughs> They're just pissing me off, man, with their secrecy and their bullshit. And oh yeah, no, nah, we'll we'll be friends with you, but we ain't gonna tell you shit. No. Nah. Like even when we went to planets that had less technology than we did, we didn't treat them like f-ing idiots. Yeah. Mm. And it's just like patronising, and just makes me hate them. Yeah. Well, it's like they they still have like the arrogance and the I'm better than you of a normal Gua'uld. Yeah. yeah. But they're supposed to be. So it's like they no matter how much they try people. and differentiate themselves from the Gua'uld, genetically they're still pretty sick. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the saving grace because when you look at, say, the Tolan, we've only had a couple of dealings on screen with the Tolan. So the fact that they still treat us like shit and as primitives is a bit more understandable than Tok'ra, which in many episodes so far, we've actually been the ones to save the Tok'ra, you know, and to warn them about things and to be the guys that come in and help them when they need. And they've come to us, I want to say, in a way, many more times than what we've went to them for help. Yeah, I see see them as an an equal to the Tari. Yeah. Whereas Tolan and and that, sure, they're definitely our superior based Mm. on their technology and... I mean, sure, Toker have got technology, but like you said, they're relying on us just as much. It is a little <laughs> bit. It is a little yeah. bit of a dick move on our behalf, though, because if you think about it, when we met them back in Toker Part One and Two, 
the deal was it's like the one thing they need, the one thing they need is hosts. Yeah. So what do we bring them? Seven billion of them. We we bring them a symbiote that needs a host, and they're like, "That's the one thing we don't have." Bring us both the symbiote and the host. Yeah. In other news, Double D's are back, so that's a good. (laughs) That's a good point. At least Double D's. That's the thing. Like when you were saying, "I hate the Toker," I was like, "Why?" Because I wasn't really listening. What oh. you watch? You watched this episode. You watched this episode on mute, didn't you? You just. <laughs> there was one point there where they're sitting at the briefing room, and Til- I swear to God, Tilk's just staring down her top because she has that revealing dress on this episode. Of course, he was. Mm. Well, she had to compete with Shonok's outfit. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, speaking of Tilk, like when he like when he walks out after having sex with uh, Shonok. Show Shana, yeah. how you pronounce yeah. it, and just the look on his face of absolute pride in himself. Just like was yeah. there, a, was yeah. it, he walks out of the room. Was there a like a security guard out there? So I just want to. He five. just walks yeah. out like, well, that yeah, was, buddy. Yeah. That was my question. Is do you reckon they went to Pound Town? Oh, absolutely. That's <laughs> that's pretty risky. Like he would have had to hit that from behind if you think about know, it, yeah. because she had little Junior popping out to at talk about this. any particular moment. Yeah, but so if <laughs> they're <laughs> wanting to talk about this, okay, just I mean, sex. Just yeah. a a she's nearly <laughs> dying, dinner. yet somehow she's up for it. Yeah, yeah. of course. B, have you seen Tilt? B if they're just if they're, <laughs> oh, I don't blame her. Yeah. But then like. Midway through the briefing, she like collapses and has Junior popping out of her chest. Imagine mm. if they were like nose to nose when that happened, mm. and suddenly her symbiote's halfway into his pouch. Yeah, oh, that's like... some kinky shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up for that. That's what I was wondering because like you'd Avatar. have to go They're just like connecting tails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'd imagine they'd have to go doggy style most of the time to avoid. I think um, pouch contamination. I think, well, I mean, from what we know of Tilt, <laughs> I reckon that's the that's the go to. Position. Oh, he's a Jaffa. Oh, well, so, yeah, you know. yeah <laughs> like remember full window dominant. of opportunity when he was Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you need Daniel from behind. There's no consequences. Mean, what? Uh, sorry to spoil that for you, Reese. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> you could imagine though, if they're doing it and the two. Oh, I've imagined it. I've imagined it. Are yeah. just gonna? Do they kiss? Oh, if they're they, doing missionary. Well, they've got those little yeah, predator, yeah. those little predator faces, don't they? Mm. So maybe they kind of just lock in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just... Maybe that enhances the pleasure. Yeah, but then it gets a bit creepy because obviously, you know, Shonok's gold was fully grown, and Teal's is only a baby. So. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's not the worst thing the gold have done, but still, <laughs> it's, it's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and they bit, they know. could be related too. Like, yeah, they're gonna have a triad about that. You know, yeah, they're they're yeah. both obviously symbiotes of Apophis, so. That's true. That could be a bit. A bit icky. Wow. That yeah. went off a weird tangent. It did. I um, Well, I, these are the questions the fans are asking. I did want to bring something up, though. If you guys remember, we had a bit of a philosophical disagreement about it. I think it was one of the shitty Ryak episodes where... One of them. <laughs> one of them. Where uh, Daniel and Carter are off on their own, and Daniel shoots the um, uh, yeah. the vat full of, of uh, baby symbiotes. Yeah. Mm. Well, just have a listen to this for me. The great queen Egeria. She broke from the gold over 2,000 years ago. Her offspring became the Tok'ra. Egeria, Roman goddess of fountains. Fountains? Thanks, also Daniel. childbirth. How do those two go together? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, 
She was also advisor to Numa Pompilius, a legendary ruler. Correct, Dr. Jackson. Egeria came to the Tari to stop the Go'ul from taking humans from the Stargate as slaves. Ra found her and killed her, but not before she spawned our movement. Literally. Yes. Thanks for the image. Ew. Then the original number of Tok'ra is all you have. A very few Go'uld came over to our side, but none in the past few hundred years. Our numbers have diminished as symbiotes unable to find new hosts died or fell in battle. That is why Shinnok's offer is so provocative. Very, very few Gua'uld came over to our side. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? So not all Tok'ra are from Egeria. So some made the choice to go, nah, Ra's crossed the line. Yeah. Dial it back a bit, buddy. I'm I'm still, I still think that's going to be retconned. (laughs) So who's the, who's the chick that started Tok'ra? Egeria. Egeria. So she was a Gua'uld who just obviously had enough of Ra's shit. Right. And decided, nah, I'm going to start a rebellion and just, you know, treat treat our hosts a little bit nicer. Little bit. Little bit. <laughs> did, she, did she have a Harsesis baby? Ooh. I see where you're going here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great call. I mean, that would have been a nice way to tie in some um, <laughs> some continuity, you know? I mean, a, fem- a female Gua'uld opposing Ra and mm. then getting punished for it. Mm. Yeah. Nah, yeah. kill her off. Nah, kill, kill her off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's better. It's fine. But yeah, so theoretically, that little vat that um that Daniel that would shot have been up, ama- actually that would have been good, wouldn't mm, it? In Origins, right. if if it was Egeria, don't say the O word. If they didn't, <laughs> if they didn't, Egeria like, starts with an A, doesn't it? <laughs> if they didn't wipe Catherine's mind at the end, that could have eventually been um, the alternate reality. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, dear? <laughs> yeah. What? You texted me about it. Could have been the alternate reality in there, but for the grace of God. I don't know whether that would have made it worse you or do. not for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, could it get worse? <laughs> but yeah, so my point being is theoretically, out of that vat that Daniel shot up, there could have been a couple of potential toker in there. Mm. But then obviously the, the flip side of that is, say there was 200, you know, little primtars in there. Yeah. And there's only, you get 100 and, you know, 198 Gua'uld and two toker. It's like, eh, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe, maybe shooting it up is okay. Yeah. Well, it's like if they're like the Toker are whinging about how they had operatives on the ship um, that SG One blew up. Mm. Well, like big deal, we just killed a mothership. Yeah, and they didn't Same go thing. back. They didn't go back to save what's her name from into the fire. Yeah, at all. she's annoying. Leave her. Yeah, blow I mean, it up. Clearly still alive. She's told us she's still alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should we carry her out? Nah. nah, it's fine. It's fine. So the big thing, obviously, at the end was that the volunteer for this. You know, was not who he seemed. Hebron. Now, I'm prepared for this to be a no, but this guy looked very familiar. If I see, is he the, is is he an actor that's carried over from another sci-fi series? Because he looked eerily to me when I first looked at him. Like, is that the same actor that was the Ashrak from episode two of season two? No, oh, he looks similar. He does look similar. Yeah, I, I thought surely they wouldn't have a guy that ends up being like a double agent. You, you know. may recognize him from um, X Men Two. He was like Striker's offsider. It probably is it, Lieutenant actually, guy. yeah. So it could just be something like... Because he does have a very distinct face, like, in terms of his facial structure and that mm. sort of stuff. very distinct. So it might just be because we've all seen that movie a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You recognise it from that. But um, cool. obviously, <laughs> you know, this episode is about the women. You know, we've got we've got Freya and Anise, we've got Shinnok, we've got Egeria, mm. and then, of course, we've got Catherine. Oh, yeah. Our wonderful Catherine Powers. It's her last episode. You've made something. I may have. <laughs> 
I just thought, you know, it was time we should, you know, it's her last episode. Basically, after this, she's only credited for, she's got, she gets a, a story credit in season six uh, for an episode um, based on something that happened last season. So I, my thought is she pitched it this season or whatever, and they went, nah, nah, a bit too early for yeah. that. So she, and, but afterwards, they've gone, actually, let's use that idea Catherine had, but someone else wrote it. Um, but I just thought, you know, it was time to just, you know, reflect mm. and appreciate Catherine and all she's done for us <laughs> and just give her the respect she deserves. Absolutely. That's a joke, button. That's a joke, button. Okay, bring, it down, bring it down. Bring it down. Because I don't want you down. <laughs> I don't want to spoil what might be in... In, I guess a follow-up <laughs> clip now, if that's a joke, but I was expecting it. Just yeah. Boom! A bit of Man. Akon. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting some more memories gear. Yeah, no, no. Oh. So we'll play the real one. And just just keep in so mind, every, everything I've done here is stuff written by Catherine Powers. Is that what you're expecting? Oh, good song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred days have made me <laughs> and she also wrote this song for three doors down. You're <laughs> strong, and you're his wife. May I not choose both? Ooh, kinky. <laughs> what? But don't look at me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the token woman. <laughs> The one and only time Carter doesn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Oh, classic. A vaccine. without you, baby. That was a Star Trek reference. <laughs> I'll save it. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the tribute. Lots of shame. Got to do the air guitar. <laughs> yes. Only you and me. To understand the proper value of women, we understand that they are highly pleasant things, but after all, unimportant. What was that from? That's two. She wrote it. Star Trek. Next generation. This is a f***ing trap. Calm down, Daniel Jackson. They will, in fact, calm up. Are you, you going to get your mic shut off by the end of this no, tribute? No, it's got to be one <laughs> for the whole, the whole song. song? <laughs> it's good. She's written some good lines. I understand you've come up with some new theory about Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Catherine line. Yeah. Do you dream about Catherine? All the time. <laughs> She's still with me in my dreams, though. <laughs> 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 you may play at Trump's inauguration. Uh, in in, in Three doors down, yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> this. Yeah. No, not this, but no, the band. One of their songs. Oh, no, no hey, oh another good one. Memory. <laughs> Classic Mem. He loves it. <laughs> he must have been struggling for gigs, right? Three doors down. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
Oh, this baloney. That chick. <laughs> wow. No, this was going on when we sent the probe through. Wow, Ritz. Chicken, it's on there. Yeah. <laughs> Stop singing Nickelback. <laughs> the lines are very blurred. <laughs> hey, woman. You're chief of security. Watch your tongue. I'll rip it out and eat it. It's my fault if you need to read a woman to feel like a man, try me. This is a woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I'm hurt. Wow. Farewell, Catherine. See ya. <laughs> one for me and one for my homies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, for, for our... Uh, it's surprising, like... I, ha- I did. What was the last farewell that I did? That was f- who was that for? Sharae. Sharae. Mm. That song came to me. Not a problem. Mm. Do you know how hard it was to find a song that just really sort of conveyed the emotion I felt about Catherine? No. So I thought for our. Um, for <laughs> so our- you thought hmm, Trump? I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Backer. <laughs> <laughs> No. Can I just tell you guys, when Austin Powers first came out, Brennan printed the script out and learnt it off by heart. Oh every role, every word of the I just watched script. I don't think I printed I printed the Matrix script. You printed it out. I was too busy masturbating to that hot tub scene to oh, learn God, any yeah. of the words. So. Every, hey, Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, pardon me for being rude. It was not me. It was my food. It just popped up to say hello and now it's gone back down below. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Eric. <laughs> Kinkies. Reese <laughs> <laughs> also read the script and see the end of the story. Oh, I've never read the script. I haven't even seen the movie. Heard Brendan say it, recite the whole yeah, thing. I was about to ask that at the top of the show because I'm like, I've grown up with Brendan since the age of 13, so we're nudging on 20 years, but... And I feel like I've heard a lot of those references, but you're actually his brother, so you you spent like yeah. a lot more time. He went through in the this rehearsal process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, I want to see if you can come back tomorrow to do this all over again. He mm. does an amazing Mimi Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I like how um, Shanak says Tilk challenged the gods. Oh, I've, every time she says that, I hear her say that. It just reminds me of how awesome Tilk is. That he challenged the gods, that it's something that's never been done before. And I just can imagine, like, in a thousand years, they just, he'd be like a, a, a god. demigod, right? Mm. Yeah. They would actually seem like a god. They'd probably have a statue. Well, that'd be book ironic. Because he'd be like, I'm not. Like, that's, what I'm, that's my whole point. Yeah, but he'll be dead then. <laughs> David versus Goliath. Yeah. Tilk versus. Apophis. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's the first one to do it openly, but I feel like... Braytac's been doing it yeah, for years. Yeah, Braytac kind of laid the groundwork, and, and we do find out, I think, season five, season six, something like that, Braytac trained Teal'c and mm. basically put a lot of these mm. these thoughts in his head. But, you know, Shonok's obviously given him a lot of credit, and I just feel like, oh, Braytac kind of... Well, he's the only one that defected. He did a little legwork. Braytac's still... Still in with the gold, isn't he? Or did he? Well, yeah, he's sort of working both sides, I guess. Yeah, is he still? With he's him? done because I because I after season one, when he was on Chlorel's Hutuck, and they both blew up. Was he? Because then he hid away, Ryak, and the, and the wife. Mm. Mm. 
I guess he's still on Chulak, but does he work for Apophis still? He's not in. He's not with Apophis. No, well, Apophis went there to kill him all, didn't he? I guess he was retired originally, wasn't he? Mm. So he's in Florida. Yeah. Kicking up the heels. Chilling out in the body. <laughs> just still walking around in his armor. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't own any other clothes. Just a skull, just that is a, my beach chair. Just, just a skull cap and Havianas. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and a loincloth. So apparently you can tilt that. You can tilt. You can talk to a symbiote. If you're yeah. a Jaffa. Mm. Apparently. And we never <laughs> see it again. again. Oh, it's good to see um, Tilk's dad die, though. <laughs> 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 that was hectic, eh? No, I think that was... Like, I like this episode, but it's a little bit slow. And I think yeah. having that and the and Cronus in, you're like, ooh, Cronus is pretty menacing. Even though he's, he's a bit of a pussy mm. in the Robert C. Cooper episode. But this one, he looks good. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, look, I just thinking, couldn't remember the name. Of the <laughs> thinking back to this, uh, th- like I, I, I don't think I'll remember it. I oh. bet, like I watched it not long ago, and I barely remember it. <laughs> I think, I think you will. Like it's, they it's, touch on it again. It's a bit like um, Forever in a Day. It's on its own. It's not a phenomenal episode, right? But it's it sets up a lot. And there's yeah, a lot okay. of repercussions to this. I'm with um, you though, Reese, because Crossroads. Every time I see Crossroads, I'm like, which one is that? Well, especially oh, really? at the moment, yeah, because I'm... what's the Toker chick's name that doesn't wear much? Anise. Anise. Like she was in last week. She's in this week, and uh, from at least what the DVD, the picture, the thumbnail suggests that she's in next week's episode as well. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you want to start thinking that she's like a new supporting role within the team. Like to mm. get out of mm. the first five episodes of a new season, she's in three of them. Mm. Yeah, I know. I was I was surprised how quickly she came to be like in that main cast. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't kind of, I, and then she kind of goes away. Well, yeah, like we, Maddie we said, wasn't she? Week. She came in to be the like. She was the sex appeal. The she was, sex appeal. She yeah. was there to get the hard ons, and then they realized they didn't need it. Oh, she so got them. They... <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the story you were telling me off, Mike, while we were waiting for the other boys to arrive? Oh yeah, at the start of this episode, I was whacking it. <laughs> I was trying to. <laughs> but the credits were rolling, and every time they put a niece on the screen, I'd try, oh, and, yeah. I'd try and look at her boobs, but the credits would come up. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, get the credits off. The credits would come down. They'd, they'd flash back to Jackson. I'd be like, put her back on the screen. They'd put her back on the screen. Credits would come up in yeah. front of her boobs. I'm like, I'm trying to whack it here. <laughs> <laughs> and it got it got so annoying to the point that I had to rewind it because I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> And so I had to rewind it because, I, because yeah, I, I was like, all right, just it's out of my system now. I can't see her boobs. I accept it. I'll listen to what she has to say then. <laughs> wow. Hey, we're all thinking I'm of it. I'm sure that's exactly uh, what Catherine thought of when she was writing the episode. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. hey, that's why they boobs brought it out. That's this why they brought it. That's, that's why they brought a niece in. <laughs> all right, mission accomplished. Yeah, I salute you. Well. Uh... <laughs> I uh, I did want to talk about the other guest star of the episode. Another, what I think is, I would say more attractive in Shanok. You said Evander. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't disagree. I, I, I just, for me, uh, the Jafar, I just find the Jafar storyline really boring. Yeah, I'm it's just talking about yeah. she's an attractive woman. She is, of course. Yeah, but um, to talk about her properly, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to invoke the... The box of shame. Still haven't found the intro that I made there, Mitch. I haven't been at work for three weeks to get someone else to make it up, so... 
No. <laughs> All right. So I'm opening up the box of shame. Oh, here we go. What's it going right. to be? I hope okay. it's Brendan's one. one. Me too. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's long. Oh, that's yeah, a that's she said it. <laughs> Go. Just read. Oh, just read. and it's, it's from one of our Patreon. It's from Bobby Reedy. Oh, I've always said that. Oh, uh, Bobby Reedy. Bobby, it's longer than I thought it was. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> All right, wow, okay, I'll have to fly through this. This is literally a lot. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Bobby, this is a mouthful. Um, <laughs> guys, I know... Told I've, you, loves you, Bobby. <laughs> guys, I know I've been pretty hard on Origin since it came out, but the truth is that deep down inside it's... Oh, oh I forgot I'm saying this, not he's saying it. Yeah. Guys, I know I've been pretty hard on Origin since it came out, but right. the truth is uh, that deep down inside... Mm. It, Come on, Just get be through honest, it. Maddie, be get honest, Maddie. Be honest, Maddie. Say what you're thinking. Go on. Tell us, mate. It's, it's, my fa- it's my favorite show of all time. Wow. Yeah, we knew it was. Um, more than, you love it more than Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, proceed. Uh, it doesn't uh, say uh, that uh, here. It doesn't uh, say uh, it here. But, proceed. Mm, this is you talking. To show you guys how much it means to me, I've put together this little poem. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. It's a good idea. It's romantic. Mm. So here we go. Do you want to do it in an Irish accent? No, it's <laughs> No, it's um, you. It's you it's saying it. Why would you do that? <laughs> Origins is my love and is so dear to me. From awesome effects to plots so complex. It was, <laughs> it was all I hoped it would be. He's grinding oh, his teeth. <laughs> don't be embarrassed to tell us, mate. It's a safe place. Yeah. Oh, how it changed my life. How much is so tough to say. So hold on to your dicks while I lay wisdom bricks. I shall show you, my friends, the true way. Oh, f- come on, come on. Beale was such a lovable guy. And whilst if always up for debate, from Wilhelm's manual dial and a well-timed Zig Heil, this bad guy was so fun to hate. Still two more verses, guys, so, you know. Catherine always made the right choices. She was so smart to figure out the gate. Though in the tent in pitch black, there was questionable bear. (laughs) I hear Abydos STIs aren't so great. (laughs) I'm hilarious. (laughs) Uh, And finally, my favourite was the writing. At the end, I was an emotional wreck. <laughs> the mind wipe, so clever. I'll love Origins forever. Wow. This was totally worth it just to talk about Star Trek. Wow. Maddie, didn't know you. No, good on you, mate. Well, well done. Yeah, well well Great effort. Like we said, it's a safe place. And you know I'm what? glad you finally got to be honest because, wow. you know, all you these... felt like you had to be with the crowd a few weeks ago when we did our Origins debrief. <laughs> all so. these so, so complex. I mean, you just got that hard shell of an outer. And then when you open up, you just tell us how you really feel. Yeah. It's good. It's I good mean, to I'm, hear. I'm happy to open up. Um, <laughs> look, you know what? I can't beat that. Nothing I'm going to talk about Star Trek is even going to beat that. So I'm, I'm just going to move on. Oh, thank God. Oh. Oh, honestly, I can't. points for yeah. anything. Bobby's cracked the code. <laughs> I do want to say, though. No, no, no. Move on. That's two. It's not Star Trek related at all. Oh. It's just that Musetta Vanda was actually up for the role of Anise. Like when they were casting oh, the Anise wow. role. That would... she, she was actually up for it, but then they decided to oh, go with yeah, I was up who? For that. Weird, weird with science Shanuck. instead. All oh, right, Tilk's girlfriend, Tilk's missus. Yeah, yeah. So she was right. almost Shanuck. What happened? Boobs weren't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could have been. She didn't look like seven. I mean, nine she's enough. happy. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> she didn't fit the costume. She's happy to get a gear off. If you if you want to jump on a YouTube, there's a there's a, oh, <laughs> I, I do. There's a okay. clip of her in a in a pink bikini writhing around on the ground in a bathroom, like huh? taking it what? off. What's that? Yeah. Right. Hmm? So she's you do tur- tell. She's turning into a, like a mutant mosquito, so you gotta oh, okay. look past that. Oh no, that's but... better. <laughs> <laughs> that's my. That's actually my thing. Reminds me of Bane. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Toker knew all along that Shanak's symbiote was a plant, basically. Yeah, I reckon they were probably ninety percent of the way there. That this is a load of BS. Yeah, but. We'll give it a we'll give it a host to find out mm. because if it is working, awesome. But if not, they obviously had this plan within a plan to feed it all this um information. Yeah, mm. yeah. I found it I found it quite annoying how easily turned Tilk was after he banged her, and then he did a deep state of Kilnareem. <laughs> Mm. Deep, deep, like. deep state of Kelnari, <laughs> like, like real deep. <laughs> like he went stone balls deep into Kelnari. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think about it, there's a questionable lineage there too, because obviously his father was first. I don't know why I said father like that. Um, his father was father. 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 His father was first prime of Cronus, and then right. we were kind of seeing it through Cronus's bitch. Yeah. What happened there? But if it was Tilk's original symbiote, you think, well, maybe, yes, he got that symbiote when he was young and then obviously they were shunned and, oh, and yeah. headed off to a mm. But his symbiote was got, in the episode we spoke about earlier, Bloodlines, yeah. was that new baby, which was Apophis's. So I guess the only way you could work around that is maybe Apophis stole that chick from Cronus. Well, in saying she's that, now popping out maybe Apophis, Apophis stole Cronus's queen. That's what I just said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're too busy singing um, Austin Powers lyrics in your head, weren't you? So yeah, um, that could I guess be the the workaround for the way for Teal to be able to see his dad, his dying. father's death. Jesus, mm, heavy. Yeah, I just thought for Teal to go. Oh yeah, I saw an image. So she's definitely right. Mm. I was just like, dude, just have yeah. some some kind of skepticism mm. just yeah. a little bit yeah, but, i mean that's proof to him it's something that he didn't know about and if she's saying look this is this is happening yeah but he's thinking mm. with his dick yeah well who does not i guess if he can <laughs> but he's already blown i guess so. his idea is um he should be in a in a <laughs> space <laughs> of clarity <laughs> he already has to use his mailbag <laughs> but i guess if he can sort of accomplish it in in one kelnoreen Whereas she's obviously mm. a priestess and she's been working on it for years. Yeah. I guess what, that's why he's just like, oh yeah, it's totally legit. Because I did feel early on they really did to try and set up. Because Musetta Vanda as an actress usually plays like a femme fatale. Like she's usually the bad guy in a lot of... Maybe she was right. in um, she's in that terrible Mortal Kombat sequel and she was the harpy. Went all... Anyway. Um, nope. So they kind of set up... <laughs> Didn't see it. <laughs> they kind of set up that she couldn't be trusted. And it's like if she... Because remember at the start, she comes through on Braytac's IDC. But yeah. Braytac doesn't come with her, and they kind of write that line saying, "Oh, he's got to, you know, keep fighting the fight, whatever." Yeah. Tony's on another show t- this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we couldn't afford two guest stars, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. you know, we could. So I feel like that was their way of, like, if if Braytac had shown up with her, we would have trusted her instantly. Yeah. Mm. Whereas obviously they try and we need a Braytac for her to get through the ID, I, um, the Iris. Yeah. But then, but him not being there, there's still that is she is she trustworthy? Yeah, is she not? And that sort of stuff. But yeah, I think Teal did kind of. 
believer of very, very, given how skeptical he was at the start, mm. even though that, you know, they've got a, they've got quite a long history. Yeah. He did sort of come around very quickly. Yeah. What, what was the, what was a symbiote's name in the end? Uh, Tanith. Do they, they keep that? Do they? Tanith? Yeah. Tanith comes back a couple more times. No, There's... but uh, yeah, the name, I thought I was wondering if they changed the name because I was no, just so wondering. No, Tanith is the symbiote and Hebron is the host. Oh yes. That's right. Yeah. So at that point then. Obviously, they know that he's a double agent. I can only assume because why wouldn't they put the old symbiote silencer on him if they knew? Was that Tolan Tech? That was Tolan Tech. Geez, they whipped that out pretty quick, the Tolan. Surely they'd give him one. Tolan would be like, We're friends with the Tokra. Oh, mate. Thank you. Thank you, No, thank you. Thank you, technology. But they want to. Thank you. How about Samantha? They want to. They want to use him. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. Yeah. How good the would win- that be? The winner will take Samantha out yeah, for a yeah. nice brunch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nareem's, um, Nareem's all like, oh, okay. So she's put our relationship on hold to figure out how she feels about this Toker guy. The Toker. They're not getting shit from us. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's probably um, probably him. Yeah, mm. okay. But, yeah, like Reese was about to say, like they obviously they want... Mm. That girl, they want that girl active so that they can do misinformation because that's what, that's what the Tokra do. They're mm. all about mm. working behind the scenes and misinformation yeah. and that was all their that plan. sort of stuff. We're not going to share anything with USU one. Q. Yeah. <laughs> Teal'c was pretty boss though. I thought I thought of Reese at the end when Teal'c just goes full on berserker and like takes out like oh, five or God, six. Oh God, how good was that? That was so the, good. The first Tokra he knocks out is um, Peter DeLuise, the director. Oh, really? like he knocks him out and then takes down like five other Tokra and they're all just like piling on trying to sort of drag him down, which I thought then was the best part right at the end where he's actually then face to face with Tanith. And they do that really cool uh, Silence of the Lambs reveal. Like you see the camera sort of comes around onto Tanith and it's like a replica of when you first see Old Mate from Silence of the Lambs. Mm. No? Blank stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that like Teal and Tanith right at the end, like because there was supposed to be another scene sort of after that where they're all sort of debriefing sort of back at the SGC, but they decided to keep the final scene as just Teal and Tanith just like toe to toe, and like they both know, like yeah, Tanith knows that Teal knows that he's a girl will yeah. killed him, like so they're playing this really intricate chess game, and basically both of them are just saying I'm gonna kill you yeah yes. so cool um, yeah. but they're both playing playing their roles you could tell like i just like the jaw clenching was extreme yeah yeah extreme if tilk had punched him it would have gone straight through his throat <laughs> yeah. like grab he his spine him in the throat and then grab the symbiote yeah. out of like the little hole that was in his throat where the symbiote yeah. just punches through and rips like, it out i, I like do want to go back to when he cut loose because i know in foothold we spoke about you don't want to let him loose in your base, but this was next level, I thought, because mm. he's like, I don't care who's in my way, even if it's SGC people, like, they're gonna get fucked up. Yeah. And he just ran, he just, you're, you're better he off just letting him like, get... It felt like it was old Batman 1960s style, just axing two people at once there <laughs> yeah. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, I was just like, get out of his way. He didn't get that upset when his missus was banging another dude. Like, he got upset at that old Frotac, but yeah. he yeah. didn't go berserker well, anyway. He didn't clench his jaw that hard. No. no. He got triples added though. That, I think that was one of the questions that I I had when they first introduced her as being this old flame of Teal's. But when he saw her, it was like, oh, she was a recent love mm, of his or something. Yeah. And I'm like, but hang on. So I'd always been under the illusion, I guess, that when you defected, you were married 
and Ryak was a young child, but you were mm. still married to what's her name? Dreyak. Dreyak. But when he see, and then when he goes back to Dreyak, it's like they've been on the rocks for a little while. But then mm. he sees Shalnak or whatever. What Shanak. Shanak. And yeah, it's like it's like he's just reunited with his girlfriend that he left behind like a week or two ago, and that like mm. they're they're in this. I, I was just like, where where does she fit in the picture? Like, yeah, is he not still married? Oh yeah, he is. Oh. <laughs> it's, Different it's, planet. It's the Daniel Jackson rule. <laughs> you're allowed to married, <laughs> sleep with other people. Yeah, you're allowed to root a priestess if you're married. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Two luck rules. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, if Dreyak did it, I can do it. Yeah. It's fine. It's like um, when your your missus gives you a, a hall pass for some celebrity that's never going to happen. Like you, it's impossible to re- root a priestess. So she's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Fun. Yeah, you can root any nun you I mean, want. You, you could root a priest, easy, but not a priestess. <laughs> well, a priest could root you. Yeah. Oh, do you know what I found out over the, uh, during the week? My brother-in-law's um, hall pass is the chick from Meet Joe Black. Claire Fulani? Or yeah, was... that's his hall pass. Really? Yeah. I thought, really? Mine's Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Marty Joe Young. If there was ever a time for us to wrap it up It's about now Uh, Before we go though I did want to Just because I teased at it a couple of weeks ago And because Reese is watching it on the streaming services And that sort of stuff uh, And he's not getting to listen to the audio commentaries uh, Something I teased a couple of weeks ago About Peter Peter DeLuise And his amazing audio commentaries Now Oh poo cramps And she goes down (laughs) <laughs> so that's when Chinook like collapses on the ground and is like convulsing and little juniors poo popping creeps. out of her chaps. He's like, oh, poo cramps. Oh. <laughs> now. Oh, poo cramps. Oh, and she goes down. <laughs> <laughs> what a crack up. You know, I like to sit in a room with that guy to watching, watching the episode. Oh, like, I love it. So I was good. watching the intro uh, to these episodes and I found myself singing along with his lyrics yeah. to them. <laughs> and then we go down and we see the guy he's got cross-eyed <laughs> but everyone thinks it's okay <laughs> that's me so when he's directing this episode and Shadak comes and goes now so what when I go down you know what's my he goes, your motivation is poo cramps that's literally what he does he's like I want you to have some serious poo cramps and just collapse <laughs> um, so good it's, it's great. And is that what you look like when you have poo cramps? Yeah. Not like that. This is, this is good how one. you do it. This is going to be a good one for you, Reese. I don't know if it's this season or next season, but his his regular commentary partner ends up being Gary Jones, a.k.a. Walter. Oh, nice. So those two get so he's a, goddamn loose. He's an improv genius, isn't he, right? Gary Jones? So those two just back and forth to the point by about season eight... They're actually like um, Brad Wright and Robert C. Cooper are like, you guys aren't allowed to do commentaries anymore. Oh, Cooper. You're getting too oh. blue. <laughs> Even calling the shots in the... Yeah. Can Shut yeah, up, like Cooper. It's, no. it's too no, he was just yeah. there, though. He didn't say anything. He was just in the room, <laughs> sitting next to Brad. Brad's like, He's on, a guys. silent cock block. <laughs> like, oh, I can't have any fun with yeah. this yeah. guy around. Robert's told me oh. what you've been saying on the commentaries. <laughs> Robert, I haven't had a chance to listen. But Robert said it's litigious. I think he was... I think he was just jealous because nobody likes any commentary that's got Robert C. Cooper in it. That's true. Robert, Robert Cooper said it was, excuse me, add the C. Yeah. yeah. Robert C. Cooper. Robert C. Cooper. What's the C stand for, Robert? Move on. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Brendan Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's probably a really great guy. Yeah, probably. I I've got nothing to back that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so we don't get sued. <laughs>
<laughs> the only way it could have worked out better for Brandon is if he'd written Origins, really. Like oh, that would have yeah. just been yeah, a cherry on the top. So yeah. good. He got yeah. full creative control. Robert C. Cooper is back. Stargate <laughs> 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 like Origins happens. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. He wrote Ark of Truth, so mm, we'll get what's there. Ark of Truth? That's one of the movies. It was terrible. Right. Something worse, else you look worse, forward to. <laughs> worse than Origins? Well, Ooh, obviously no, not. Come on, now. come on. Now. I mean, you know, right. it's because Tilk's in Ark of Truth. Yeah. Say no more. <laughs> is it is it better or worse than Seth? Oh, well, it's longer than Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Correct right, answer. That is episode seventy. Crossroads of Stargate SG One. We will be back next week to talk episode five of season four, Divide and Conquer, and that'll be on the next Stargate SG One. On the next Stargate SG One. Sabotage threatens to destroy a fragile alliance. Major Graham was a Zatark. A what? The victim of gold mind control technology. Innocent victims are programmed to kill. But we could have more of these pre-programmed time bombs out there waiting to go off. And brainwashing cannot detect them. Now, the next assassin could be one of their own. Are you worried that it's at least possible? A little. Someone very close. Colonel! Whose next target... Welcome to Earth. ...reaches all the way to the White House. May I introduce the President of the United States of America? Richard no. Dean Anderson stars on the next Stargate SG-1. Ooh, my tooth. <laughs> Alrighty, that is Crossroads Episode <laughs> 70. We'll be back next week, as we said, to talk Divide and Conquer. Until then, you can check out all of our old podcasts. If you just like what you just heard then, ah! Have we got a uh, a nice library in store for you? SoundCloud, iTunes, Android, wherever you find your podcast, just search Get In The Gate, a Stargate podcast. Check us out on the socials. Again, Get In The Gate, a Stargate podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you'd like to support the show but become part of the Get Into Gate team, you can help suggest uh, some new things you might want to do on the show. Contribute to the box of shame. If you mm. think you can match Bobby Reedy and write a poem, that makes Origins sound amazing. That that literally makes Maddie not talk about Star Trek. Like, <laughs> oh yes, magic. please. Magic. It's worth signing up just for that. So I'm looking uh, forward to Tyson's one, actually. Oh that yes, should be something. That should be something pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm looking forward to I'm all nervous. of them. To be honest, yes. I'm really <laughs> <laughs> we should do it more than once an episode. <laughs> uh, special thanks to our new Patreon members, uh, David Hancock. Thanks for being. Coming on the board, Cheers, mate. Cheers, Dave-o. Uh Holly Monnery. Thanks for what? <laughs> coming on my board. <laughs> coming on a board. <laughs> and, and, and I was hoping you would just go right <laughs> out straight past I was happy to leave it, but yeah, I'm also didn't. really happy that yeah. someone else didn't. I mean, if you're on our Patreon, you can come anywhere you want, yeah. really. Like, <laughs> especially, especially if you're Tyson Johnson, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Holly from Tassie. Holly Monnery. And uh, Scott Shaw. Reese, stop looking at me. <laughs> my, my bad. Thank you. So you can find us there, uh, patreon.com forward slash get into gates. Yeah, uh, sign up and get some creative control over the show. Over Maddie. We need some. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're without a producer if you can't tell. So if you'd like to uh, you know, <laughs> take on the job week to week, please sign up. Thank and you, you know, very much. I, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted to put this out here to the group. Do it. This is a very popular segment, The Box of Shame, mm. which I'm surprised about because it's Star Trek. I'm not surprised. But it's one of my segments, it's, so it's obviously but Obviously, popular. we can put shit on Maddie, <laughs> which for some reason, I think people should feel sorry for you because you cop so much shit. Yeah. But obviously, they want to 
contribute to that, which is great. <laughs> it's just fun. We're but, willing to whore you out. <laughs> but because it is such a popular popular segment, I feel that we need to kind of get through them more so people are getting their money's worth. Oh, mm. so you guys want more Star Trek? Okay. Well, I'm just no, saying... Okay. We can, no, no, that's change approved. Change approved. Well, last more week... More Star Trek means more... more no, um, I, feel like, I feel like more worth... Per Star Trek mention yeah. for the listeners is what mm. is what, and I'm fully supporting Brendan's change. Because a few yeah. a few weeks ago you spent about four minutes on Star Trek, which I mean, and you said you earned it, but I think you need to earn more of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is some bullshit. <laughs> so I'm suggesting if you reach a minute, you have to read another comment from the. Oh, let's say two. Let's say two minutes. That was the this original. Is, this is like Trump's America right here. <laughs> Hey, we'll build a wall around you. I eh? just don't want to miss anyone's <laughs> contribution. Well, all we're saying is that the box of shame is pretty full. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost as full as our hairy mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, we need people to get are, through them, baby. People are that keen to humiliate me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I feel really special. No, I think it's uh, the 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 first time that people can actually get really creative. Uh, in the show. So that's what I'm putting it down to. I think it's a load of hypocrisy because I follow a lot of you people on Twitter, all you listeners out there that have jumped on board the box of shame, and most of you follow Star Trek actors and stuff on your Twitters. So don't lie, you love Star Trek too. Not Damo, he hates them. <laughs> <laughs> Contribute away. In the meantime, uh, Mitch underscore Lewis for myself, Twitter and Instagram. Let's talk some gate. Maddie, where you at? At Maddie on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Brendan... I'm at the Bren Gibson on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at the Flying Gibson. See you back next week. More Stargate Sundays. Talk divide and conquer. We're getting to gates here, Ben. That's what she said. Get into geek.com. Good, baby. Very good. <laughs>